Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of Walled Garden Weekly. I am your host, Arash Kashmirian, and I'm joined here by Kevin Pazarande. Hello. We're here to talk about games, talk about apps. It has been a rainy, rainy few days here in uh, the Bay Area, and I just got back from Portland where it had the worst snow since 1930 and the most recent snow since like seven years ago. So they were completely unprepared. Everything was snowed. The airport was fucked. It was just like I had to fly into Sacramento and drive back. Are they having a drought in Oregon too, or is that just California? I don't know. I don't think so. It doesn't seem like it. Because that would be like pretty great happy and, news for them if Happy it was. and green. Yeah, and great news for us too. So Yeah, it's pretty like my wife showed me this thing. Like we need like 30 inches of rain this year to like so we need a to flood like un, un, all the loss. Yeah. Um, Ideally, it would just rain directly into the reservoirs. Right. Somehow, like big plastic funnel kind of situation. This really does feel like it seems like we're capturing such a small amount of the water. I'm like, there's so much water. It's yeah. just all going into a drain <laughs> instead of like into a reservoir. It's probably all all the rain in the city is probably all like acid rain, cancer it, rain. Yeah. I mean, it gets polluted as soon as it hits the ground too. But, so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, Kevin. Kevin's a little bit sick, uh, so he's now drinking. Uh, I made him a little ginger water, put some fresh ginger in a cup, and boiled water on top of it. And it's very nice. I'm I'm it's trying tingly. to soothe him as much as I can. Unfortunately, he will not get inebriated, uh, so we'll we'll have to yeah just deal with that somehow. Uh, on the other hand, I am drinking uh, an equally nonsensical drink. I'm having Lady Grey tea, which is like Earl Grey tea but with more citrus and. Hmm. Yeah, I'm drinking out of a red cup with white polka dots, so it's not a not a not a masculine day for me today. Um, but yeah, so uh, let's talk about a couple of interesting things that have been happening. So uh, first off, um, the the news of the the hour of the day is almost uh, the hour. Yeah, pretty recent stuff. So so um, Flappy Bird, the endless tapping game that everybody's been been love hating. Uh, number one on the free charts for uh, two weeks. Yeah, along with a bunch of other apps made by the same guy, Dong Nguyen or Dong Win, um, has uh, has gone off the app store. Um, he, he took off all his apps. He took it all down. I think yeah, mm. all the, all the stuff from from Gears Studio. And uh, you know the reasons he cited were that that he just uh, he he kind of couldn't deal with the the success, and he wasn't what he wanted. He wanted he didn't want to be famous, and um, the kind of attention his games were getting was. Uh, wasn't something he was happy with, and and you know it, I guess the the best numbers we have are that he was you know he's running ads and I think he had what fifty million downloads, more than that. Uh, I don't know. It's ten to fifty on play and um, yeah, a high, probably a high number. ten to fifty. It is, hasn't it hasn't been out that long, and that's that's easily a a quarter of what Temple Run did. So so yeah, pretty um pretty impressive. But yeah, I guess uh, the Google ad numbers and uh, i ads and stuff that he had were something like a. Oh, changing my microphone settings here. You're peaking. Oh, I was peaking. Mm-hmm. Okay, no longer peaking. Now no, you're solid. Oh, I'm solid. Okay, good. Well, anyway, yeah, what I was saying is that um, he's making about 50000 a day from our latest uh, right. latest guesstimates. And my my sort of, there's a there's quite a bit, obviously we're talking about it, there's a ton of discussion on Twitter about this. We're not really going to talk too much about the the stuff everyone's already talked about, but... um. In Vietnam, GDP per capita, which isn't exactly average household income, but it's it's under sixteen hundred dollars U.S. dollars a year. Yeah. Um. So fifty thousand dollars a day. You know, people are like, wow, that's a lot. You know, that's a lot of money. But really, it's it would take uh probably a you know more like a rural Vietnamese family over thirty years to make as much as he was in one day. And he's not Vietnamese living in like 
you know, San Francisco. Right. He is in right. Saigon. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know much about Vietnamese culture, uh, collectivist, uh, individualist, um, you know, Asian culture, probably a mix depending on where you are. Right. Um, but he might not be a hero, you know, so much, you know, depending on, you know, whereas like if that happened here, you know, your whole family would be so happy and like people would look up to you. I think it's more of a, like a, right. You would be, you'd be hated for your success potentially. Potentially. And I don't, we don't know if that's going on, but what we did want to talk about was just, you know, why his, what seems to be truly irrational behavior isn't weird honestly at least to me it isn't like um i don't think he's making the right choice necessarily but i don't know him at all but um uh why or just why just to give some context about this sort of thing um because we both have arash and i have both uh done we've never done that well i've been to number one you know free in terms of downloads i guess close to close to the same for a short period of time uh, but both of us have, uh, at different periods, um, experienced a sort of sudden shock yeah, where certainly. I think the best way to um, describe it is where your dreams become reality. Yeah. And for, for a, a, a little period while your app is, is soaring up there. Right. And it doesn't you, need you just, to be... You can't even believe it. I mean, you get sales reports and you're like... Right. But they don't even... It doesn't even need to be this much. It doesn't even need anywhere close to that much money or yeah. that many downloads. No. Um, and... Because I'm sure when Tower Madness 1 went, when you released 0, yeah. it went to number 2, I remember. Yeah. Um, that seemed, was seemed were, like a ton of money at the time. Yeah. And I guess you really had more of a payday when you did your IEP update. Yep. Or was that at the same time? No, that was later. It was a few months later. So you you had these like these smaller shocks. If anything, for us it built up. Yeah, it, it was it was it would have been an, a, an insane shock to see the number one grossing numbers when we did Zombie Gunship if we hadn't had, had the kind of smaller right lead ups to it with the other titles. But even still, I mean, just the experience of having that kind of of, of income, uh, which is just astonishing by any measure. You know, it's a shock. And like you said, like in in Vietnam, like his his wealth is multiplied by a factor of like a hundred. Um, for, for, you know, in terms of its just significance uh, around his social group. And, and that's kind of where I, I kind of get where he's coming from, is that he basically said, you know, he's happy the way he was, and now this is changing his life in a way he doesn't necessarily want. Right. And he's made enough. I mean, this dude, if he's, he's made like, let's say he's made a million bucks, or at least he will, because um, unless he turns off the ads, um, which we could check, I guess. Yeah. Uh, did were the ads on when you opened it up the other? To second? be honest, I didn't see them, but um, that might just be me. Um, right sometimes now. they don't show up, you know, yeah. depending on the fill. But um, right. just yeah. like I sort of going back to the you know GDP per capita. I mean, this dude is set. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can have probably a nice house and a yeah. good life. Well, but that's just the thing. Like he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't want those things. Well, I mean. Everyone wants a little bit of security as a human nature. It's just right. he doesn't want a really well, nice house. I think like, I think uh, the issue is just that like socially now, like his friends are going to be like, well, you know, Dong, he, he made all this money. He's like, lost his friends. It's right. a difficult thing, and and you know sometimes it's it's just the reality of it is that if you're earning vastly more than your friends are, it it puts strain on that relationship. Right. It's so vast, probably um, for him. Well, in this case, it's yeah, it it would be like you know. In the U.S., like to give you an equivalent, like sense of what it would be like, would be like making—I don't even know—it's over a million, making a million dollars a day, like Um, it's as an individual. And we've seen this, like I mean, with with a lot of pop stars and you know rappers and stuff, like when they when they release their big record and and they turn into you know a celebrity, 
it, it's hard for them to have healthy relationships right. with their the friends from their kind of past, so, past life, I guess. Do you have a memory from either TM2, uh, Zero, sorry, TM2, TM0, yeah. um, even the original Tower of Madness launch, sure. the IP, and then Gunship going right. to number one grossing, mm-hmm. um, uh, do you have any memory of your, you doing something irrational? Uh, when I when I sort of had that that income coming in, yeah, not you know income. I think income is only one part of it. I just think, just like crazy stuff that. I, I mean, maybe for you, you weren't. This is sort of interesting. You weren't alone. In other words, you had Iman and Volker there, right? Um, but no, no, the the money almost is not like something you bought or anything like that. But more like thinking irrationally or thinking you needed to do something or think looking back and be like oh like do did you do anything that you were like i shouldn't have done that i wouldn't have done that if i had just waited or whatever if i just waited to do that thing and the excitement of that time right yeah i can't i can't really think of anything i mean i didn't i didn't really go crazy uh i wonder if this is yeah i don't wonder know. if it helped i wonder if this is this is sort of the example of the I like single developer versus right. Delay. I think I think that's actually just the best example, is it? And also, just a, apart from that, like I had been a developer for a long time. Like I had other friends that had already done really well. Hmm. Um, like like uh, a, a Temple Run was was doing well, and 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 you were doing well, and I had like friends that I could talk to that sort of had been there. I think right. I think part of what's happening. And this is all speculation. I'd love to talk to him, um, but it's a lot of it might come from isolation. Um, I read an article where, yeah. where Keith sort of offered to like, yeah. know, let, let's chat. And then, of course, we'll, we make the same offer. Um, but, right. No, it uh, is isolation. I think that's the exact word. I mean, because I, I was in a, my first experience, ski jump, not really. That was different. Um, and it wasn't enough money but um, to, to like affect me. Um, when Zombie Highway went, was released... Yeah. And, you know, I was super, I was already had worked way too hard on it and right. it got featured. It went to number six, which mm-hmm. is like not anywhere, you know, you know, it was, I mean, I don't know what number six was back then, but it was like, like $7,000 a day or something, which was, you know, we're not in Vietnam and that was still like, this is the dream, you know, my, yeah. my dream about what could possibly happen to zombie highway happened. And I totally lost it. Like, not, like, bouncing off the walls or whatever, but I didn't know what to do. I really didn't know what to do. And I, like, decided, well, the next thing is, like, i got to do an update. I did an update way too soon, but that didn't matter. That was fine. That was a good update. Right. It was more that I was, like, I need to, like start a company or something like in order to one up this what do i do okay. so did and you feel like i need to like this is something i need to like take it hold on to this fish and you know right take as and, much out of it and as not I that i think dong is doing that necessarily but it's just sort of there was this pressure to, to act and my my manifestation of that was that i needed to like like live it you know to like right. take to somehow like do this, make this much money forever, every day forever. <laughs> right. How and, do I, how do I keep this? And knowing that I couldn't, you know, obviously the future goes away. Yeah. Like, how do I get it back? Um, right. right. But well, just there, that I need to do something. Sure. And I was like, well, I want to start a company. I was like, but I don't have, I don't know anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was like, I don't even know how to start a company. And like, right at that moment, I got an email from like an ex-Googler about mm-hmm. a startup. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. 
Oh, this like, is color. This is color. Oh, okay, yeah. This is yeah. how this happened. Do you? Yeah, yeah. And, and I remember having lunch with you. You at, had like, lunch with me, and you you actually you offered. On. Yes, you, well, I remember you offered me it back then. Right. Was, can I say this? Can I? Can I? Can I talk yeah, about this? Yeah, for sure. You you were like, why don't you just take Zombie Highway? Right. And and just and we'll do, you like, guys keep it. running it, like, and you were gonna it. give Zombie Highway to Limbic, and we were gonna like continue and update it and everything, right. and you know we we would have a revenue share. Right. Um, Cause I was like, I, I remember saying the words, there's at least another $250,000 in there. <laughs> so like, um, I should have taken that deal. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. But well, no, but, and, and the reason we, we said no, I, from what I remember is that I, I was like, I don't want to take away your game because I still want you to be an indie dev. I don't want you to you go off and yeah. I don't know. If, I don't remember. The, you definitely voiced the like. You're for, like, why? I mean, you were didn't. For a you moment, were not my, supportive. My reason shone through my greed. But I believe that this was the most rational thing I could do, <laughs> um, because I was like, you know, in some ways, you could almost say it, it was rational because like, Zombie Highway. The truth was, Zombie Highway's later success was sort of out of my control. It just needed time, and I worked on updates while I was at color right, and stuff. Right, right. Um, but this was a reaction, and honestly, on day. Four at color, I wanted to quit. Called my dad and he talked me out of it. But anyway, the point is that that was that was irrational though. Like Iman and I, like we like looked at each other. And we're like, right. why is Kevin doing this? Right, like, and we it's couldn't, not we couldn't wrap our heads around how you were convinced that color was going to make you more money than Zombie Highway. Right, or help me. Like it was a long term play. And that's what you said a long time ago. Is that you? You told me like I want to join color because you know Bill Wynn is running this thing and I can learn a lot from him. And like you were like basically playing it like. I don't know enough. This, I'm going and to, I like, need to join this school. company to right. learn what to do, so that I can like do this correctly. Because I didn't, wasn't making enough money to like start a company, really. Right. Um, so, and, and that was that's a valid point. Like, I wasn't quite making enough money. But the thing is, is like what I should have done was nothing. Mm-hmm. That was the that was the epiphany. Is that you know it worked out okay in the end. Like I only spent like nine months there, or eight months there, and I continue updating Zombie Highway. All the good things that happened to Zombie Highway happened while I was at color, you know, under, I at least had the sense to make sure that they understood that I wasn't going to stop working on it. Um, uh, but the, the, the thing I should have done, it wasn't that I should have just kept working on zombie highway. I should have just, if I couldn't handle it, should have checked out. I should have just been like, okay, let's like go on a three month vacation or whatever. Go go to like someplace and stay in a hotel and just like, um, and that's exactly what I did. After Zombie Highway had its like second, the hit. second time, basically yeah. I took like I took some time. I like figured out what I want to do, and I like hired some people and like made, yeah. ported it to Android. And I just you totally planned your relaxed. wedding. You had some of that. And my wedding. I bought right. a house. Like, I just sort of didn't pressure myself to somehow like I'm like it happened. Like, just relax. It, it was almost like I don't think I necessarily learned anything. Just that I feel like I I I think I did. I do. I think I consciously remembered. Like, don't do anything dramatic right now yeah you know just there's a there's an old saying sit on it i heard uh, a while ago that was basically like when you sell and this is for people who are like selling their company and making you know 20 30 million dollars but it's like don't do anything for a year anything don't do anything for a year except buy an exotic car which is what <laughs> you know my, like someone will that's what the what my sneak, head will sneak say that in. well hopefully hopefully if you're making 20 30 million an exotic car won't make a big dent right in that. but i totally agree um, and i think and i think that the cause of all of this was right. isolation. Yeah, yeah. Right, well, you kind of like thought about it to yourself and were like, I should grow in color. And, and I'm very convincing. In other at, words, at I some probably point could you have told convinced me, like, anyone. you were going to do this after you'd already decided. Right, no, that was the thing. I never, I went to like, the people I talked to were like, you know, my now wife and like my parents. And, you know, and I, I always, it's like, hey, you can quit a job at any time. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like what's the risk? Like, but I can't go back and get this job at any time. Right. And now the fact that color turned out to be like this crazy circus, um, that's just awesome. And so in some ways you could say it's cool that you joined because you got to like, it's sort of like I was on the like, you're part of the making of Silicon Valley history. Right. Exactly. I was like, sort of like behind the scenes, kind of like an extra, you know, like, oh my God, I can't believe this is about to happen. They're going to sign the paper. It's that. Oh my God. Like it was just. Sure. Amazing. I got to were see you, it. Were you there when they got funded or just after? Uh, well, so it was a big chunk of angel. For, for the guys that don't know about this, Color is just real quickly. Color is a company that, that was started by a guy who sold a bunch of things to Apple uh, named Bill Lynn. Um, Those big fame and came dot com times. What was this thing called? Oyala? Bula? Whatever the music one. Why can't I think of it now? I can't think of it either. Lala. Lala. He sold Lala to Apple. Right and uh, a bunch of other little exits. His, his and stuff. big money came from hit from one box. Right, he sold one box before the dot com bust. So, so this guy Bill Bill Wynn, um, did this, and then he was like, "I'm going to start a company about photo sharing." And, and this was just just was, at the right when time. When I joined, though, just to like make people think I wasn't totally crazy, they were making games. Okay, so so making quotes games. Yeah. Um, and and they they just basically went to all the VCs and were like, "Look at this, it's Bill. He's making another company. He sold all these other companies." One VC. One capital. Oh, you're right. Actually, it all came from Bain Capital. Fourteen okay. million. Fourteen million. No, but there was more because it added up to forty. That by was the, end. the. That was that was before there was a company. Right. He got fourteen million. Fourteen before there was a company. Just because right. he's gonna do something. That was the starter's cash. That's right. Then then I joined like a month after that. Mm-hmm. So I am like on the ground floor. Right. And this was in December. We're building an app. It's changing. It's no longer games. You know. The company's growing. The team is mega talented. We have some cool ideas. But the app, it sort of gets to that point, you know, it's like when you're making a game. It got to that point where um, it started to get good and we started to get excited. Normally what happens at that point is you're like, okay, guys, we're confident in this game. Let's put down the work and make a sweet app or sweet game and launch it. We're not, you know, we have tons of money. You know, that's what you would do in the game world. But what happened is, is when it got good and they got excited, they started shopping it around because this guy is a pro. Bill like knows how to take off and land. Like he started, it was in front of people I couldn't believe. It was in front of everyone in the, in the valley and they were excited about it. Everybody. I don't even, I'm not going to say names, but, um, and it was a cool idea. It really was. It was, you know, it was about taking pictures and the people around you would, it would sort of like we'd intelligently form a group out of the people around you and it would totally work in practice but you know there are problems with gps etc um and long story short we ended up raising another 25 million plus we took a two million dollar loan because 41 sounds better than yeah 39 39 um and that's that's the kind of level of that's what happens that's the valley right there anyway and um we launched it for some reason we spent four weeks on the android app yeah four weeks and it was pulled like a week after because it was so awful everyone was focused on how horrible the ios app was sure um but uh anyway not so, to, we don't so need to go lo- into that. long story short yeah didn't go anywhere at some point you were like uh this isn't for right me. Uh, basically it was back. going it was super sweet actually so. up to that point and then it just started going right. crazy downhill uh luckily at that point like a month later i released uh, i made universal zombie highway yeah it started doing really well in australia I remember at some point you were doing better than color. 
<laughs> oh no, for sure. Uh, Zombie Highway was downloaded more. That's pretty hilarious. In one day. Was there any resentment at the company in that case? No. Was the, that the a thing, thing that people, people knew about? Well, I'm sure Bill resented me, but the thing is, is like, still to this day, like I like love everyone that worked there. Mm-hmm. It was really like I wasn't like totally stupid, you know. Um, you know, it wasn't like I was totally off my rocker, but sure. well, and and you met Adam there, who helped you. And I met Adam, of course, post yeah. that we had we had with us and in season one. And he's uh, he's you've been in contact with him too. Like you know, there's there's a there were, there were really great people that I met definitely um, there. So you know, but the point was isolation, right? Um, yeah. So you you got that break, and that that helped you. But yeah, it you just do crazy things when you're in this kind of like it's. I mean, you're you're, you're getting totally shaken up and you're in a vacuum and you don't you don't have people that. Well, it just he, who would you talk and to? And how old like, is he? That's a good question. I don't because know. another part of this I think was that I was young, mm-hmm. and so I still had this thing that like I know why I feel how I feel. You yeah. know, like I know instead of just sort of being like maybe I don't know how, why I feel the way I do. Maybe I need to sit on it and see if I feel this way. It's sort of like. You get over your childhood, like, I want this toy now. Right. And you realize, like, oh, I buy that toy, and then I don't play with it ever again. You realize that. Yep. But then at that yep. point, you're like, I now I know what I want and why I want it. But the truth is you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably still that way a little bit. But when I was 24 or whatever, yeah. I was like, you know, especially having just released a successful app, like, I, I know. I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting that you, I never really realized that you never really dealt with the same thing. Yeah, for me, it was a gradual slope. I mean, this was definitely an uptick in that thing, but I didn't hit this like wall of craziness. Right. And Nimblebit, um, they, they're twins, and then Keith is sort of alone. Well, he had his wife throughout the whole thing. Right. Yeah. But yeah. so did I. I mean, it's just like, it's a matter of like, you sort of, true, when, you're true. T- when you're in isolation, yeah, when you don't yeah, have a yeah. third, There's a no. really third party. Well, you know, actually, I think for Keith, it's a good example. Keith was probably more similar to, to I was because he had, he'd had a lot of successes up to Temple Run. Right. Um, Harbor Master. Yeah. And... Harbor Master was a huge deal. So, so, and he was also tied into the indie community in a way that you actually weren't. Like right. when you made, no, I was when you totally made Zombie outside. Highway, you didn't really, really hang out with the other indies. Because the thing is, I didn't know, like, that's what I should have done at that point is I should have basically like shopped myself around. Now yeah. I was, I should have been like louder essentially if you, could, if you could go back and change or if i could go back and live your life and change what you did in that time the nine months you spent at color i would have spent like getting to know everybody in the industry right under the auspices of hey i'm the guy that made zombie highway right and the thing is that's exactly what i should have done now luckily i thanks to you and some other people i was able to sort of like re-accelerate some of that but i'll never be able to get back the sort of seniority that i will now not have because i'm sort of Luckily, Zombie Highway's later success was big enough where... Yeah, gave you the cred. Kind of, yeah, it gave me cred, you know. Sure. Um, but, no, it was, you know, it was an interesting thing. And I, when I saw that Dong was doing this, I was like, Kinda, this super reminds me of me. Yeah. Like, why is he doing this? Like, there's, you know, it's, that, it's not that what he's doing, it's not going to affect him that much, but it's just like taking any action is a weird thing. Any dramatic action is a weird thing. Right. Yeah. Um, isolation makes people do, do funny things. The other, the other thing that this reminded me of was, um, remember when Andreas Illiger released Tiny Wings 2? Oh, yeah. And he made it like an update to Tiny right. Wings 1. Everybody was like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, no one was doing that. And he, he did that because, same thing. He didn't like He's him. super isolated. No one's, he doesn't hang out with anyone. He also, but he was making tons of money and continues to make tons of money. So, yeah. um, he didn't like pull it off the store. No, this is much more extreme than that. Right. Uh, but right, it was. But in, in terms of, you know, decisions that are not like, you know, typical decisions right uh this this life isolation i mean and it has its benefits but you know i hope he reaches out i mean i know that's really awkward and really weird but um 
especially Keith, you know, Keith is like super not judgmental mm-hmm. and, um, he's also, he's not, it's not like Keith, like, it's like, no, let me tell you what you do. You need to get a private, like fine, you know, banker and you need to get a jet and you need to get like, and then you go to the strip club. It's like, that's not what Keith is going to say. <laughs> Keith is going to be like, Hey, it's going to be more about emotions. It's going to be more about like yeah. staying calm and and ignoring right. noise. Keith is um, a good counselor for this. I think that, you know, <laughs> I mean, personally, I haven't sought counseling from Keith, but like just, you know, his mannerism is very, you know. Sure. Um, I think it would be, it's a safe place for yep. Um, yep. Dong to reach I've out. Had, I've had great chats with Keith and he's, yeah. he's awesome. Like if you've got something, hash it out with Keith. It's a, he's, a, he's a great guy to talk to. Anyway, Maybe I hope. I hope cross uh, promo, Temple Run, <laughs> Flappy Bird. That would be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so anyway, that's it. I'm, I'm really curious to see how this, the situation pans out as, a, as we go forward. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think there's just going to be a lot of confusion from fans. Like, oh my God, where'd it go? Cause a lot of people are not following the news about this. Right. Like, they're just like, some kid's going to be like, dude, you should get Flappy Bird. And they you try to find to. it and it won't be able to. And they'll just get confused. Or they'll just download one of the One of clones. the million clones. I don't know if this is a good opportunity for clone shops to start doing yeah, They've uh, already started. Or... It was already done. No, I know. I know that even while it was on the store, but like. I don't know. I don't even know how to comment on that. But, well, yeah, um, we, well, we talked about that. I talked about that more than I was planning. But um, well, let's let's jump into some quick other updates. So yeah. uh, one other thing I want to mention, get on everybody's radar, uh, is GDC is coming up next month, um, toward the end of March. So uh, it's in San Francisco as it is every year. It's a, it's a conference that, that I always recommend all indies and game developers and people that are interested in making mobile games and games of any sort to um, to attend because it's a really good conference and just everyone great, is there. A great meeting of minds. Yeah, if you don't if you don't know people in the indie community and you want to and come up and shake hands and stuff like you just have to buy a ticket to San Francisco and get a place to stay. Uh, I even I even say that like a ticket to the show is not mandatory. Yeah, I'm 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 pretty sure I'm not going to buy a ticket this year. Yeah, I, I usually get one just for the summits and tutorials, so I can right. see kind of like the indie chats and stuff about mobile. The whole mobile track thing is still interesting for me. But um, yeah, and then there's always free parties that are put on by Ad Network A everybody. and B and C and everybody else who wants to have you integrate their API. Um, but yeah, again, those are great places to network. And if all else fails, you just show up in the uh, the bar on the top floor of the Marriott, and someone or on some the bottom indie, floor of the Marriott, or on the bottom, somebody from somewhere will be hanging out, and you can yeah. walk up and say hi. Everybody's really nice. But um, yeah, if that's not on your calendar already, or it, it should be. Um, so yeah, I hope to see a lot of you guys there. Yeah, I'm really excited. I, I think that there's going to be people I've never met that I get to meet finally. I do hope so. Yeah, there's, that's inc- an increasing phenomenon now that there are a lot of game developers that like just you know. Yeah, I've never I, met I, I like just, Whitaker. Like, like Whitaker usually doesn't come to the East yep. Coast. So he, but with Pivot now, I think he's coming out, and um, just a few other people and the smaller people and. Yep. I guess I mean, but everyone else I pretty much met at last GDC because people just don't come out for WWDC, not nearly as many. Well, it's just harder to get tickets. It's harder to get tickets. People, and people feel, it, you really, that, with that one, I feel like you're kind of more left out if you don't have a ticket. I guess. I didn't have a ticket last time. And did I felt you feel left out? out? You did feel <laughs> left out. Yeah, you, you <laughs> well, do. Well, because of the labs and stuff, like there's... Labs are vital. It's much better to bring a game to GD, WWDC, I think. Yes. Um, yes. So... Yeah. Um, cool. And then, uh, let's just talk about the game uh, that we want to chat about. So, so Kevin emailed me, uh, this week and he said, um, let's talk about, uh, what Flappy Bird and, and threes. I said threes and Flappy Bird. Threes and Flappy Bird. Three, I think I said threes plus Flappy Bird or something. You like, said it, you wrote cryptic. it in a really like hard to understand syntax. And I like, I just like my brain ignored it and didn't process it. And so like I was like, what is he talking word. about? Uh, okay. Flappy Bird. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't actually play threes. 
um, until about an hour ago and I sat down and kind of got into it and uh, I, I scored what, what Kevin considers a respectable score which is it's two, over, it's like two grand over 2,000 yeah so so he declared that I was fit to uh, discuss you got a 192 you got a 192 I did I had a 192 tile or is it a 96 no it was a 96 it doesn't matter you uh, no no almost, I did I, oh, yeah. mm. no 192 would have been over 2,000 no points. yeah you're right okay but the, you know the point is if you can get to 96 2,622 um, oh no! So you probably did get it. I had a one ninety two. Yeah, yeah I for did. sure. I did. So anyway, this is a this is a neat game that everybody's been playing. Uh, it, it's number one top paid right now, um, and uh, it's another one of these. Like this has been happening recently, where we we see a bunch of games that are not like from major developers um, landing up there, uh, which has been which has been cool. The I Puzzle mean, Juice was pretty big, but never yeah. number one big. Right, right. This is this is the biggest for this studio, um, and it's it's uh, it's basically made by three guys: uh, Asher Volmer, Greg Woolwind, and Jimmy Hinson. Isn't that, that is Greg Woolwind from. Mike and Greg. And also Adam Saltzman and Zach Cage supported these guys. Okay, so see, um, that, that's, that's, a, that's that group. Yeah, it is. this is definitely not, a, not, a, not people that are, are, are totally new to games. Um, there, there's, there's some experienced folks involved. But, but it's, a, it's a cool, a cool little, um, little game. So it's basically a puzzle game. You've got tiles on a 4x4 grid. Um, and the way the game works, just to just to briefly jump into it, is that you, you add numbers as you slide the tiles. So so when you move a, a row of tiles, uh, rather you move the whole table, tiles will kind of collapse onto each other. So if you have um, ones that can add, which are basically you can add ones to twos, um, you can't add ones to ones, and you can't add twos to twos. Um, but when you add a one to a two, you get three, um, and then you have a three tile that sort of sits there, and then you can combine a three tile with another three tile. Um, a, a six tile with a six tile, twelve tile with a twelve tile, and, four, and so, so on. on. So, so those tiles they can only be matched with um, a tile of the same value. Uh, and every time you make a move, you get a new tile. A new tile slides in from where you kind of moved the table. But since you're moving the whole board, right. you can often, you know, stack four tiles into two tiles, or even six into three exactly. or more. And um, so you can keep you can keep trimming the board. Hopefully, you're bringing in tiles at a rate that is slower than the rate that they're going out. Right. Um, and you know the next tile, mm-hmm. except you know if it's going to be a one, a two, or a multiple of three. Right. There's a bit of like a Tetris-style next uh, indicator at the top that basically will tell you all this stuff. And and, and, it's, and it'll come in, if you swipe down, it'll come in in the top row. If you swipe up, bottom row, left, right row, et cetera, right column, excuse me. Um, and, but you don't know where in that column it's going to come in. Yeah. Um, so there's a bit of a, a chance to it. And, and that, can, that can really, really make or break you sometimes with some strategies. So the game feels super good. Yeah, the polish is awesome. I, it, it reminds me a little bit of letterpress, just in the way that the art is done, kind of bright colors. And, and there's, there are these cute faces on the edge of some of the tiles. And they like kind of interact with each other when they're like... Yeah. Um, as yeah. they get... As like if they're two that can pair with each other they, they like smile and stuff when they get near each other it's, it's a cute cute style uh very very clean and, and you know animated everything um nice sort of simple simple graphical buttons um but yeah it's, it's a neat game and i guess kevin you said when you're you're starting to see that a lot of people are playing this um one of the big things for you was just trying to say like well was there actually a strategy to this right or is it really just like i think you said something like if you just move the tiles in a counterclockwise way you'll you can, you'll do okay you'll you get at least a 48 get, like, a decent amount of score. Um, yeah, the um, the thing about this game is, I feel about in control of the outcome. It's like it feels like Candy Crush. Okay, and that might that's gonna like that's uh, I say that to be a little bit um, incendiary or whatever Ooh. you want to say. Like, um, obviously, in Can- Candy Crush has uses other mechanics that really um, 
screw with your ability to win. In other words, they'll throw in like, oh, you have to get these cherries or whatever. Yep. Um, but the truth is you just can't plan ahead. You can, I've tried different strategies. Okay, always trying to keep um, the larger numbers at the top, in the middle, on the side, in the corner. Right. I've tried, you know, but basically the strategy I keep coming back to is the one which is the one, the one that the data supports, which is bring the next tile in to the place, give it the best chance to be next to something it can exactly. combine with. So if you've got blue tiles on the right side, then you're going to try to bring the tile in on the right. And you can make small micro adjustments in general about trying to make sure that, you know, the order in which you do things so yeah. that you end up getting numbers next to each other that you want. But that is really dangerous if it's more than one or two moves because you don't know what's going to be coming in. And very likely that that move you want to do does not necessarily correspond to the tile that's coming in and where it's coming in, maybe on one move. Yeah. Um, and so what this creates is a game that you believe you have control over the outcome, which you do, um, within the realm of the chance, you know, the, the tiles allotted to you, um, at that, yeah, it's, it's a game you feel you have control over that has a huge component of chance. Yep. Um, some people I quickly chatted with on Twitter agree. Um, and what this creates is, I mean, this is a word that was really, really used for like the month of December, is a Skinner box. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it, this game, because it's so good and it feels good, man, when you get like a 192 or 384, yep. It feels good. You are excited, um, and when you play the game again after having to and they and just to interrupt you, they've done a lot to make it so when you get to a new level on a single tile, like, right? They like they have like little names, names and like little backstories. Really it's like this is forty eight. He likes to listen to rock music and he's right. wearing headphones. And so you're like, like you really want to get to the next guy. There's a lot of though. like I want to discover what the other ones are. Yeah, and um, but the thing is, is that you you play again in the hope of like, oh, maybe this will be the game where this I will be the one. Yeah. get like, you know, six, whatever, seven, whatever the number is. Mm-hmm. Um, that I've never gotten. And uh, it's, so it's not really my game. I forced myself to play it for a really long time and I'll probably continue to play it just because I want to beat friends. And it, it is, it should be pointed out that the person who has the t- best score of our friends, Matt Ricks, yep. he like has the best score of every game. So that does mean that it's not completely <laughs> random. You know just, what I mean? He has the mind for this sort of game. He has is that the mind. Okay. But, but the thing is, if you just look at the rules of the game, mm-hmm. your choices, you, you have basically a very limited number of choices right. at each move, uh, often zero choice. And um, it really comes down to chance. And I just, I sort of want to point out that it doesn't make it a bad game. Mm-hmm. But when we use the term operant conditioning or Skinner box, and we always use it to describe um, derogatorily freemium games um but it doesn't mean that every game you know especially games like this it's it's almost even a more pure form of it because that is the reason you play again is which is okay it's the thrill of winning instead of like throwing up a thing that's like Mm -hmm. hey pay like a dollar you know that really does corrupt it i i'm not going to argue with that um but this is in many ways a it, it, there's, are there any in-app purchases in this game at all? No, I don't think there are. Of course are. not. It's a, just a pure Those dudes premium would never, puzzle game. Yeah. Would ne- I mean, they right. like, yeah. would hurt me if, <laughs> if I said it should have in-app purchase. <laughs> um, so I, I do think that's interesting, but I think it's important to, to recognize when you're playing a game like this, if you really like it, why you like it. And that doesn't mean you should stop playing mm-hmm. necessarily. Like, it's really, it really kind of helps turn off your brain yeah. and, uh, and exercise it at the same time. But I refuse to see it as some brilliant 
um, puzzle game. It is a it is a brilliant mobile game. Mm-hmm. I think it fits beautifully uh, with swipe controls. It's all it's got kind of all those makings. It controls the right. screen, the style of the game. You can pick it up, play a little bit, put it down. Right. There's no time limit, no time pressure. The scoring system is actually really Short interesting. I, I often talk about ent- exponential scoring, um, yeah, yeah. but I usually mean quadratic scoring. Uh, when I try and do scoring, uh, I probably won't even do quadratic in my next game, but um, this actually has exponential scoring. Yep. In other words, yep. tiles are Your worth... scores go way up. And that, um, well, that's just the thing. And we were yeah. talking about this earlier, is that the, the difference between a 2,000 and a 4,000 is or, like or, right. three moves. Right. Two moves, or like one it could move. be, or one move. I mean, yeah. really, if you just get that that forty-eight into a ninety-six, like right. your score goes way up, and then even more so. On and um, and uh, that is sort of kind of, it's not annoying. It, it is it is sort of brilliant in the sense of why I like those kinds of scoring systems. Right. Uh, but it does mean that when you're comparing scores, it doesn't. It does a decent job of comparing, but but really, if you just had number of moves. Mm-hmm. That would be a really good well, so, and let, scoring that, system. Well, that brings us back to the game we talked about earlier, which is ti- uh, uh, Flappy Bird. Mm. I was going to say Tiny Wings, but right. that, and that fits us too. But like, the compulsion in both cases is the same thing, right? Like, right. I want to beat your score. You want to beat my score. And there's always like, oh, I think this is the round. Like, they're both. Right. I think they, they part, play on the. If we looked and at an looked fMRI to, of us both playing this game, I think the. Right. And if you looked at the graph, and you looked at a graph of like your scores over a hundred games, yep. it would probably look really similar. These sort of like, this kind of like some, some negative yep. outliers, a bunch yep. of sort of ones at like yep. the 25th percentile and these spikes. Very close. Yeah. Um, um, where you like get it right and you're in the zone or exactly. you get the right. Yeah. With Flappy Bird though, there is no component, not nearly as much a component of chance, even though the pipe positions are random. I guess that. Well, I, I, are I, they random or are that's they? That's the thing. Like my, my Flappy Bird is inconsistent. So I, I'll get 32 is my high score. And I can like usually average in the 18s or so. Mm-hmm. But then like I still have rounds where I'll like die on pipe three or pipe mm-hmm. four. Mm-hmm. So it isn't, it is kind of like chance. I think there's like, there's a lot of noise in it. It moves the, the, the gravity in the game is pretty intense. So like one frame to the next, yep. you know, like the, the, the touch responsiveness probably makes a very big, di- I wonder how people play this on Android. Don't know. I bet the high scores on Android are pretty low. I haven't played it on Android. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, cause the touch response times on Android devices, you know, significantly higher right, on some of them. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's a, this is a game you should play. And I, I totally think like. If you know someone who plays Candy Crush and you want them to not play Candy Crush, <laughs> give them this. Instead. Give them this because yeah. it is it is it it's is it pushes all yeah. the same buttons for me as right. Candy Crush does. Um, and I know that in the end, I'm not going to get sort of. I still get those feelings where I'm like, okay, like the next thing's a red, and it's like, okay, the red needs to go. There's two places it could go, and I want it to go here, and mm-hmm. I slide, and it doesn't go there, and I'm like, yeah. ah, you know, and if I. You know, they could tell you. They could tell you this tile is going to come in at this space. Right. And they don't. They could tell you no. that this is going to be a six and not a three, but they don't. And these are deliberate choices mm-hmm. that yeah. make the game a Skinner box. A little more, a little more Skinneristic. Yeah. yeah. It, they do a really good job in this of making you... I, I definitely don't feel like... And I, I always say this, but like when a game makes you feel like the game screwed the player... Um, that's always bad. But if you right. make it feel like the player made a mistake and they could they can just do it better next time. But those games are really hard to make. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and it's much easier to make a game where, you know, uh, it seems like it's your fault. I think this is one an example, one of the best examples of this is Temple Run. Yep. Um, 
it's a game that just sort of linearly gets more difficult. And when you lose, you usually think it's your fault. Occasionally, mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. reads a swipe wrong. Right. To toot my own horn, I also think that Zombie Highway is a game that's like this, except Zombie Highway is more difficult than Temple Run. Um, so it can be more frustrating to a larger number of players. Mm -hmm. Temple Run, I feel like, really hits that sweet spot. Yeah. Um, and Flappy Bird hits some kind of sweet spot, too. Flappy Bird is, is, is super linear. The difficulty doesn't change. Right. Which I, I really, uh, I don't know if I like it or not. I, I guess I do like it in, in the way the scoring works. It's, it's just like all about long, like how long can you just, right. it's like a tennis match where you're not better than the other guy, but you think you can just hold out long enough till it makes a mistake. Right. Um, it, 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 it's always... Uh, it's pretty great. Yeah, it's, it's just an endurance thing. I, I definitely feel like it feels like you can do better because it's not like, oh, this, this is that part where it gets so hard I can't, I can't right. go any further. It's right. just like, I just need to hold out longer. It's just, how long can I keep doing the same thing? Right. Um, and and that, that's a really interesting kind of balance for a game. And not too many games try to do that. There's always this thing like, oh, later levels need to be harder. But um, it's, it's more just like, how long can you go without making an error? And realizing what game you're making is also really important. Like, is this a game where the player is going to feel such control over the outcome? Um, is this a game, you know, are there places where the player is going to blame the game? Right. Um, you know, this is, I think it's really important. And for, because frustration, I think, is the number one reason, not number one, but a big reason people stop playing games. Yeah. Just, you know, if they're not frustrated by the time they get to your game because of the menus or whatever, mm -hmm. If anything in the game frustrates them, I feel like it's an instant delete. Right. So, it's a, we have a very short um, patience in our users, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just that's just the, the industry has built itself around that that whole thing. It's like if you don't like this game, just go get the next one. If you don't like right. this, get the next one. There's no uh, there's no sort of you got to sit and figure out this game. You need to keep trying it. You know, it's hard. You just need to hang in there. Uh, it's very much a you know they're just disposable. Mm -hmm. So. Have you done? Are Arash is playing right now? I'm, you, I can't stop playing actually. Well, so I'm work, as I'm no, as we're, we're talking, I'm playing, and it's, it's it's super addicting. I think it's like this is this is this is operant conditioning mm -hmm. because the thing is, you are in the score. You like you can get a worse score. You can get a better score. Yeah. Um, however, getting beating your friend's score, you can't just you can't just sit down and be better than them. Right. You have to get the right luck. Yep. Um, and uh, that makes it a great activity, uh, makes it less of a competitive sport. But uh, I mean, I can totally see like uh, sitting around with a bunch of friends and like at a, a ski cabin and just like playing this game for hours. And then just shouting it out, 192. Yeah, 192, hell yeah. Fuck you, Rush. Yeah, and, that, that's, and we've done that with every game. Like uh, I remember it started with Doodle Jump and um, and I, I think this is this is super common in, in schools and in But this is like, it's just like, like this is the kind of thing that I feel like there'd be a really great guide for every freemium game out there that sort of is what you'd expect mm -hmm. to have the sort of premium alternative, the like kind of classy, like, you know, like classy snooty freemium. alternative. <laughs> this is anyone who plays Candy Crush and is like, I'm addicted to Candy Crush. It's like play <laughs> threes. This is the like Louis Vuitton of, this is, of, of the, the Candy Crush. It's more like, yeah, it's like the Hugo Boss, really. It's not like that, like unnecessary. It's more practical. It's like the thinking man's. It's like Banana Republic versus Gap. Mm, not quite. I think my, that's my, more, what's the equivalent? What's the like retail equivalent of Candy Crush? Like Walmart? Candy Crush is Kmart. Okay, Kmart. Wow, we're going to go Kmart below walmart no it's not though it's not it's not that trashy candy crush yeah it's still a good game uh it is it is <laughs> people have called iep dishonest and i usually take some issue with that you know there's it's like a blanket statement 
Candy Crush is literally dishonest. They Maybe will it's the, lie it's the to their players. Target of of games. Target. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Target is is really tr- <laughs> a wonderful store. I like Target actually. Maybe I'm, I'm I'm being unkind to Target. Yeah, Target is like one of my favorite big bo- whatever you call those stores. Now, Candy Crush is like Kmart maybe. I don't know. Kmart where like they come and lie to you about things. I think we need to stop with the shop analogy. <laughs> it's like this isn't gonna work. We're gonna get a. It's like a candy store. There you go. The Kmart Corporation. Um, <clears throat> all right. Anyway, so that's that's this week. Yeah, and let's let's get something to eat because I'm starving. <laughs> Have you eaten today? I haven't. That's, that's so bad. what happened is I was telling Kevin I, I got back from Portland yesterday and it was snowing so hard that they had to like cancel my flight and send me to Sacramento instead. So we drove back from Sacramento. And then uh, I got home and I'm like, uh, what am I going to do? Should I eat dinner or should I just sleep? So I went to bed at 6 p.m. and I slept until 4 a.m. And then I watched Star Trek The Next Generation on Netflix, which was a yeah. fantastic idea. So I watched that was for three of hours. Me? Because, because of me? No, no. All my friends, everybody I know watches TNG. And I was just like, it's time. I need oh, to watch really? More. I've been watching I, it like past week, like whenever there's a like moment where I need to like, you know. Oh, so this is completely, because I don't remember telling you about it, but like how Jen and I literally watched one TNG episode every night. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Nice. We literally like we. It is the best. It's so good. Episode before bed show ever. So good. It makes you happy, and it also like happy, but it leaves you something like think about. Right. Every episode, you're just kind of like it fulfilled. It leaves you feeling fulfilled. They're not like that's you know that's I'm I'm gonna close with this like that's one thing I liked about that show is that each episode like. You're exactly right. They didn't use these like cliffhangery techniques to like. There were very few two-part episodes, right? And most of them were just like it's concluded, and here's right. something. But it's and not like it's done. Ha ha, happy. Let's go home and be happy. It's right. like you need. It leaves you something where you like think about it for the rest right. of the day. Like someone's kid. Like multi. Like it's the second season. There's been two yeah. episodes where, like, Data had a kid, or you know, he like makes a kid, and uh, Troy has a kid, and by the end of the episode, the child is dead. And it, but and there's like a unique lesson learned from so each many, one. So many just deep episodes. I, I, I saw one uh, just recently that I really liked called Tapestry, which I think is in the fifth season or something, sixth season. It's just it's just awesome. Like he goes back in time and like makes things right, but then realizes that like it's ruining everything. It ruined everything. Interesting. And, like, the they just right, say, the wrong choices were the right choices. And just, yeah. All this, just and really my, cool stuff. my wife loves it. She'd never watched Star Trek. She doesn't seem like a Trekkie. You have she like the least nerdy wife. Even loves, though she's a math teacher, like she's not nerdy she just, at all. No, she just has a really good poker face. She's super nerdy. <laughs> she <laughs> no, it's, she has a really good poker face. I really lucked poker out. Poker face for being nerdy. I got like the lady in the street freak in the bed thing, but equivalent okay. for like but nerd. for like the brain. Right. <laughs> though the thing is, the movies she likes are not sci-fi. They're like... Like we watched, what is this one? White House Down with like oh, Bla- Channing yeah, yeah, Tatum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What she loves these dumb movies. Olympus has fallen. No, that that's with um that's with the three hundred guy and that's like this that's like the Morgan Freeman always ends up in these like the other version movies. Remember Deep Impact and Armageddon? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but this movie is <laughs> like objectively bad, and my wife like. My wife and Whitaker Trebella yes. could literally not stay in the same movie theater. <laughs> like, it would just be so... I feel like this is the... Yeah, anyway. Um, actually, didn't like Pacific Rim that much anyway. Though. Pacific Rim was awful. I When Pacific Rim came out, I knew it would be bad. My cousins were over. And, and I was just like, you know what? We're going to see if we can just stream this off of some site in Europe. And sure enough, we started watching it in like... It was like in like 240p. Like, it was the but, most yeah, like grungy okay. quality... Which was perfect for Pacific Rim because it eliminated everything that was good about the movie. Right. I'm and like, you couldn't really see the special effects because they were a blur. So what you were left with was just like the, the, the just most horrible. 
I I had I chugged a beer right before watching Pacific Rim, and it was the best idea because all the terrible acting, <laughs> terrible lines, plot holes. Anyway, so yeah, let's 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 get out of here and get let's some just, food. Let's just keep talking, and we'll see how many people actually listen to the end yeah. where we really reveal secret codes to our games, right? Um, in the secret ending, Tom Aldgarn Weekly. And like, yeah, on our on our bank account numbers. <laughs> <laughs> My iTunes Connect login. Is... Yeah, geez. <laughs> All right. All right. See you next week. Adios. Bye-bye.